Hello, this is episode 271 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Nisha O'Reilly. I'll have to think of a more positive title for this podcast, but the current title is Why I'm at the Doom Stage with Humanity. The reason that I left climate change research was because I could see, despite the vast quantities of data being amalgamated by a lot of interdisciplinary research teams that were collaborating across various countries, big projects. We were at a stage that no one wanted to listen and no one wanted to make changes and no one wanted to step out and be different or lead or voice anything. It was all very well having scientists who enjoyed doing this research, but what we really needed for change was secure humans. And so my passion had always been education and how people tick, basically, and how to communicate difference to others and how for them to understand the difference and the difference of communication that they needed as well. And so when I started this school, it was a point of access for everyone who didn't feel like education was for them. It was for whoever turned up at the door. And so the, the stories were wide and far. The personalities were across all of the, the personality types. There was a huge spectrum of people in the building. And by opening it to whoever turned up, if people's children were with us and they felt that they were going for an entrance exam, having just come to Ireland, they, they would arrive along and ask for help with that as well. So it was for everyone to gain access to what they needed in terms of education to get on with their lives. But as time has gone on and I have developed other projects, I suppose one of the unspoken things that I've been doing is I've been trying to work with the outliers. There is always uh, a couple of personalities that are rarer in their numbers and their demographics. They always feel they don't fit in. They're very different. They're pioneers in all sorts of different ways and different areas and different fields. And they really lack a home in education. They've always lacked a home in education and found all sorts of alternative ways to achieve. But as we become more and more obsessed with development and taking boxes and education standards and conformity and the conformity of society, they fit in less and less. And it's very like the Octavia Butler book that I'm reading at the moment, Wild Seeds. They can have these extraordinary powers, but they can be equally used for bad as for good. They can be extraordinarily powerful people. And then the pandemic has happened. And I basically like have personalities of the year that I've, I've worked with, that's how I'm sort of describing it at the moment. And everything is completely contained and compressed. They're very aware, people, of what's happening in humanity. They're very aware of climate change. They're not disconnected people. They're not the people who use various crutches to disconnect from the world and just be very, I suppose, self-centered in it. There are always people that even when they're highly introverted, they're very emotionally aware. They're very emotionally intelligent. They're taking a huge level of information in society. 
is a huge sense of context. They overthink. They play out scenarios. And so their world often feels like as if I describe it to people, that they take so much in that it's like living in a glass house. And it gets warmer and warmer and warmer and too and too intense. And they don't know that they need to open the door. But now those glass houses have become contained in people's homes. And there's all these dynamics flowing out. And there is so much negative press out. There's so much doom in the world. There's such a spin up of everyone's agendas and politics with that as well. They're bombarded by social media. The people of their ages that I can try to hold up to them as role models of being able to have an impact and do something are also sending out a very negative message. And they still don't fit into the school system and they haven't fit into online learning and in many cases it's not challenging enough and then you can have huge conversations with people because they hate accelerated learning and they think you could only accelerate learning, you know, to areas that are peripheral and I'm kind of like, What's the point? You know, why, why are we constantly asking people to wait to grow and develop into their brilliance? It's just another aspect of control that we didn't have in the past. If you keep containing people and making them disinterested, there's a certain point where they just switch off and they, they, they fall off the conveyor belt and they really struggle to get bothered to get back on it again. These people are being hugely volatile at home. There's huge levels of violence and control. It's really toxic. And there are a number of organisations that in the past were very obsessed with labels such as ADHD, and now they're obsessed with the autism label. And that would be fine if the focus was on processing and seeing the world differently, as in that film that I mentioned in the last podcast, Why I Jump. But this label is being used to condone and have an expectation and an assumption of difficult behavior rather than to peel back the layers and to figure out how to open the glass house door and to see the conflict of the actual types of intelligence taking place. And what's really bothering me, why, why am I in this difficult phase at the moment, is that no one's looking for these people to have gifts or have brilliance. No one's looking for them to be innovators, to have an understanding, to be pioneers, to have solutions, to have big society solutions. Like everyone from Einstein to Tesla to Edison didn't fit in. And I'm giving you those names because they're the ones that you know of. And they're the ones that people know of funking out of education in different ways. And it's only now we're starting to see posts on women pioneers and black pioneers. But I don't know their stories, do you? I can look at them and know they have the same personalities and even bigger struggles of acceptance. But the reason I'm really struggling with humanity right now is because we need these people. But they're in such a difficult place right now. I always have this window of opportunity almost to save them. If I can get to them at 10, they don't get to the point of being really violent and volatile and having various people come in and focus on that behavior rather than focus on their brilliance. And I know that they will fall off the track for at least two years 
And then if I'm then lucky, I will get them back in my inbox again around the age of 18, having gone through all these traumatic experiences. And I then have to try to undo all that trauma. I spent the last week reaching out to everybody that I've worked with, particularly for the last decade. And in some cases, hearing back fantastic stories of how these pioneering outliers, talented, gifted people have progressed and been allowed to develop into who they are. But that's been completely offset at the moment by this hugely difficult conveyor belt that we've constructed in society, along with a massive pressure in humanity for a need for change. And me knowing that these are the people who can save us, but knowing that no one else is looking for that. Or at least that's what it feels like.